Welcome, everybody. Um, hello, and um, here we are with a new episode of the Karen Support Podcast. I am your host, Laura Whitman, as usual. And today we have such a special episode for all of you shift workers out there who are currently at your hospital, at your long-term care facility, or anywhere where you are. Um, because here with us is Jen Zerbeck, Sarbreg. I hope I said that right. You <laughs> did, yeah. <laughs> all the way from BC, and she's an expert in all things shift work and how to reclaim that time with your family and how to maintain the perfect balance of life and work that we all are so much craving to on. So how are you, Jen? Thank you for I'm, joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to, to be on today and to have a little chit chat about all things shift work and how we can help to find, I always say balance is almost like the new, like the new bad word <laughs> because balance is so <laughs> hard to have, but there is ways to be able to have more ease in your life as a shift work. My husband has been in hospitality with hotels for the last uh, 20 plus years. And that's where we met. I used to work in hotels too. And so I can understand similar to healthcare, how, you know, hotels never close and neither does many healthcare businesses and hospitals. So I can relate for sure. Yes, for sure. So let's get started. Tell us a little bit about your work with shift workers. What is it exactly that you do? Yeah, so a few years ago, I was introduced to um, a nutrition product, so to speak, that I, you know, thought I could give a whirl and, and try. And I never thought that, you know, our lack of sleep or energy was linked to our nutrition. And so it just opened up this new world for us with regards to being able to nourish our bodies in a different way. And once you start nourishing your body in um, the cellular level, you then begin to have more energy and better sleeps. And so I just saw how that was flooding into our personal family. So I started sharing that with other fellow shift work families, people with young kids, because I noticed how it was improving our lifestyle and our health. But it was really about learning to shred those habits that are no longer serving us and implement sustainable lifestyle shifts. And I think that's really important because it helps not just, you know, physical, but also mental health and nutrition plays a huge key factor in that. Absolutely. Yeah. And how do you think these methods apply to healthcare workers? Because, you know, shift workers have many things in common, but they're not all the same. The kind of effort that healthcare workers put is in a whole different level. Absolutely. And I think what often happens as well with healthcare, especially in the last couple of years, is that it's draining in ways that we didn't really necessarily see before. And people are having adrenal fatigue and physical and mental fatigue. And so, you know, what I do and how I help with whether you're in healthcare or like, you know, if you're working eight to four, or if you're working shifts where you're working overnight and you're, you know, going to bed when most people are waking up, I just really help you understand how to make yourself a priority. 
And no matter what business you're in, that's something that a lot of us take for granted, especially for any of the moms and dads who might be listening, you know, when you have other humans in your life that need to take responsibility. Um, we don't put ourselves first. We feel as though that is often selfish, especially with healthcare, right? Like you guys are always putting your patients and your clients first and you aren't necessarily doing the, 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 you know, self-care because there's no time, there's no energy, there's no, you know, a 12 hour shift at the hospital that doesn't leave a whole lot of other hours for you once you add in maybe a commute or you add in, you know, having to cook supper and, and take care of kids and drive kids to and from different uh, activities. So it's really just what I do is help you understand how simply you can make yourself a priority first. I see. And if you could choose five tips that could help healthcare workers reclaim that life, you know, work balance, what would they be? Yeah, I love this question. So I feel as though we often dive into a hundred things, right? Like there's, oh my gosh, which we pull from <laughs> here, there, everywhere. We're on social media, getting all these different ideas, and then we don't do any of them. And it's, if you can streamline it down to my top five, then number one is gift yourself with you time every single day. Whether that is, right? It's hard to do sometimes, especially like we said, with so many hours being focused on other people. But if you can take even five minutes, 25 minutes, an hour to yourself, and whether that is you want to read a book, you go for a walk, you go down to, if you live in nature, go into the forest and just walk for 10 minutes, you know, no phones, no emails, no work discussions. Mm no talking to your partner, like silence, just something for you every single day and a, a bubble bath, like whatever it might be. It can be as simple as this morning. I made sure I got up before my kids, you know, we're on summer break. So that's, you know, who knows what time they're actually going to wake up. So I made sure I got up earlier. I had a hot coffee. I just sat there and I meditated and I just took that time for me and it is a game changer. It is worth the, you know, 15 minutes less of sleep overnight, if that's the only time of day you can do it in the morning, to wake up early and gift yourself with some new time. Number two, I would say, is move your body daily. Schedule it in like you schedule in your job. You know your hours of your job. You know the hours of when your kids have to be at activities. You know typically when people want to eat meals. So just look at your day and schedule it in as a non-negotiable. And it doesn't have to be an hour workout. It doesn't have to be driving to a gym to do it. It can be anything that your body feels good doing. If it feels good to walk, if it feels good to run on a treadmill, do a 10-minute yoga, you know, there's so many amazing online fitness apps now that you can do. Majority of them are free. So whatever amount of time you can allot to it, but write it down in your schedule so that it becomes a non-negotiable and you move your body. Because really, it's that physical state of like sweating and moving, but that turns into so much more mentally for your health. And it also gives you more energy, which then as well helps you sleep better, which gives you more energy. So it's kind of this cycle, right? 
Number three would be to nourish every day and eat. Do not skip your meals. <laughs> Again, I know as healthcare workers, so often it's go, 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 go. Your shift is almost done. You forgot, quote unquote, forgot to eat lunch or take a lunch. You need to ensure no matter what time of day you're working, you eat. Because I noticed a change in my husband with working at hotels and working his shifts and his super long 10 to 14 hour days. Some days it's really unstructured with what pulls him in different directions. And once he started to ensure he's, he's again, schedule it in if you need to, was eating whether it's a healthy snack every couple of hours, you know, a handful of nuts or an apple or some avocado on a piece of toast, something every few hours. But my biggest thing I love is smoothies because they're quick and easy and you can pack so many nutrients into it. And I have a protein powder that I use that we absolutely love. I tried tons of them. And this one is, you know, it's not chalky. It mixes really great, but it's that extra protein. And even if you just, you know, throw a bunch of things in a blender, you can blend it before your shift and take it to work with you. Or um, if you have a little office or lunch area, bring a magic bullet and blend it when you're at work, but you can take it in the car. You can go on there. There is no reason not to skip a, to skip a meal when you have smoothies as an option. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Number four. I'm not sure about you, Laura, or not, but I love listing my daily wins. So whether it's, you know, a gratitude practice that you have, but I love to write down the wins and really focusing on what you did do, not what you should have done, not the to-do list that didn't get marked off. Right? So it's really looking at, you know, I kept the small humans alive today. Woohoo, win. You know, I got the laundry done. Woohoo, win. I, you know, have a fridge full of food. I have a job that pays me money. I have like just really focusing on the things that you do have and those little mini daily wins that are, you know, often just the typical things that you always do and you may not think much about it, but right before bed, if you have a little notepad or even mentally in your brain without, you know, having to write it down because you're tired, just list your wins and get into that habit every single day. It's such a great tip because so many of us just kind of go, well, that's normal. Like, of course I did that. That's, that's my usual day. Well, it's not usual for everybody. So if you list it as a win and celebrate it, that just activates that happy hormone in your brain too, especially before you go to sleep. So then you'll sleep better. And the last one is really hard. I have to say as a mom, and as you mentioned, I live out here in BC, but we are originally from Ontario. That's where all of our family are. We do not have the family support out here that many people are blessed with. And I have a very hard time with this one, but it's such a game changer is asking for help. You know, asking for help is so hard because many of us don't want to burden someone. And again, as healthcare workers, we're so used to being the helpers, right? You guys are the helpers. You're the ones who fix people's problems and put people back together and, and help others. But you have to remember that it's okay to ask for help and to make that also a priority. So recently I, you know, I said to my husband, I need help. I need help with the house. And so with his schedule and our schedule, we just knew that that meant we were going to, you know, ditch something in our budget so that we could add in 
every two weeks someone to come and help clean the house. You know, what can That's you do? Exactly. And so that gives me the time back, but it also allows us not to argue about who's going to clean the bathroom. And it also just, you know, helps to be able to shift the shift the work around. So asking for help is a big one. I mean, ask if you have kids and you have the family support, ask them, you know, who can come help you and give you a couple hours a week so that you can get other things done or, or just have a, a day for yourself. Um, you know, if you have kids, ask them for help. Tell them, mommy, daddy needs help with this, right? They can make dinner. They can help clean up. They can do things around the house. So it's really just trying to get into that practice of helping. So gift yourself with time every day, move your body every day, nourish do not skip any meals list your daily wins and ask for help those would be my top five five amazing i love them <laughs> definitely um now because we live in this world and life is complicated what are the biggest challenges that you see people um going through when they try to accomplish these tips because mm -hmm. not everybody can do it Absolutely. And I think that, you know, we put so much pressure on ourselves to do it perfectly and we put so much pressure on ourselves that we have to do it. I think the biggest challenge really is just making the decision. Mm -hmm. Once you make a decision that you want to make some lifestyle changes and you want to put yourself a priority, then it starts to become a little bit simpler because we do often say yes to a lot of things. Again, you know, with healthcare, you know, maybe a shift comes up and so you want to work that shift and help someone you want. There's so many ways where you turn around and, and you're being pulled in different directions. So it's very, it's very human and it's very easy to then say mm -hmm. yes to that and no to yourself. So if you make that decision to say, I'm deciding that I'm putting myself first and make that a clear boundary for yourself. Because if you can set a boundary that's healthy to just say, um, you know, I'm going to be intentional with trying even two of the five tips in mm -hmm. the next like three weeks and just see where that flows, then it becomes a habit and it becomes a non-negotiable. And then you kind of get out of that vicious, vicious cycle of, you know, life happens, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, but what about in your work? How do you support people who try and try and try again and can never manage to follow these tips? These people who need a little bit of extra support. Absolutely. I, you know, I really try to gift the time with the, with the person I'm working with to just really sit down and do what I like to call like a vision call. And so we sit down and we cast a vision of you know, why do you want to make these changes? What are your biggest challenges and how do you want to feel so that on those super hard days or on those days where they reach out and say, this is, <laughs> this sucks. I'm done. I don't want to do it. We can mm -hmm. kind of go back to that original conversation and say, okay, I hear you. However, remember when you said blank. Remember when you said you wanted to have more energy. Remember when you said you wanted to be able to keep up with your four-year-old or not fall asleep on the couch next to your partner at night. What is standing in your way and what is the most challenge right now? So we can kind of peel back the layers almost like an onion, right? And just get really to the mm -hmm. core root of what is 
the number one thing they're trying to accomplish. I also do a lot of like one-on-one where, you know, if it, if you're someone who needs that daily support of having a, a quick text or a quick conversation or a quick voice note from me, then I, I love that. My, one of my top values is connection. So the more that I can connect with people and help them on a daily basis, that thrives me. Um, we also have a wonderful Facebook group for anyone who is on social media and wants kind of that bigger accountability group where everybody bands together and you're getting, you know, information from nutritionists and homeopaths and, and dietitians and personal trainers and uh, people outside of my realm that help to give that, mm-hmm. um, you know, that daily motivation. But really, it's just, I, again, I feel like people just take on too much to start with. It's really starting with that one thing and getting it into the groove before you add on something else. So again, I just help support really everybody individually with where they're at, um, recognizing where you're at, but not accepting excuses all the time. <laughs> all excuses are equal. You know, if you, if you decide to make yourself a priority, it is doable and it's figure outable. You just need to, you know, have the right support and find something that, that fits for you. That's doable. Very well. Thank you so much. Um, is there anything else you would like to add? Maybe a little bit about your presence on social media. You're pretty active. Oh, thank you. Well, I absolutely love social media as a way to connect with more people because I feel as though it's a, it's a, it's a free gift that we get to use and a platform where we can reach out and just share, you know, not always the highlight reel, sometimes the, the cruddy, you know, (laughs) I think today I had my hair up in a towel after a shower chatting online because it was something I had thought about. But um, I just feel as though if anything has taught us the last two years is that connection is needed, you know, genuine authenticity of just saying, I understand and I see you and life is hard. Um, But if we can get to the root of really nourishing our bodies and our mind physically and mentally, then it's just so many magical things can come of it. And I love how, I mean, social media is how you and I got connected and being able to collaborate with different people. I love being able to bring different ideas and expertise onto my page so people can, you know, come to a bit of a landing spot to say, okay, I'm a shift worker or I'm a mom. I I work in healthcare. What, what can you, you know, kind of give me some quick tips and some ideas to help support. So it's just keep it simple. I always think like the word kiss, keep it super simple. Start with one thing, add it as a habit onto a habit you already have and just start stacking it on top of each other and, um, and just really make yourself a priority because like I said before, healthcare workers, I mean, you guys are absolute gems. I've always admired everything that you do and how you support other people all the time and just, you know, remember that you're important too and, and you need to make yourself a priority as well. Wonderful, Jen. Thank you so much. Um, This was an amazing conversation and I'm pretty sure that everyone listening found it wonderful and and valuable as well. So thank you for joining us. Um, For everyone, this is Jen from Happy Healthy Mama and um, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody. Appreciate it. (laughs) Well, we've we've reached the end of um just stay tuned for new and amazing episodes in the following weeks thank you so much and bye-bye